I recently read somewhere that Facebook has more than 2.4 billion users. Not just a few million people, more than 2 billion users. Anything you say is on Facebook. Whatever you want someone to hear, or even if they, if you, even if you do not want someone else to hear, you should now use Facebook is what people say, Twitter and all kinds of social media. But then, how long is the life of what you say in these social media platforms? How many people retain what they read or see on the social media? That's a, a completely different question. But everybody seems to be flocking onto the social media. If they want to say something, if they want to announce something, if they want to create a buzz about something. But then, after you read all this stuff on social media, whether it is on Facebook, whether it is on Twitter, whether you see the pictures on Instagram, we have panels of people who sit and talk about what they need, what they read on Facebook, and they analyze every bit of what they thought someone said or someone did. Of course, it's the way that they interpret. There was a time in my life that I wanted to see what others thought about the things our politicians thought or the events in the world. It was exciting. I wanted to hear what people thought about it and so I would tune myself into this analysis page or analysis TV. So I used to watch the election analysis, just to give you an example, or the State of the Union analysis or the Brexit analysis, just to see what other people thought about them. And I have to say, I really didn't care what they really thought. It was just simply to occupy my time. Of course, it's worth the listening to different viewpoints and hear different way, uh, you know, ways of thinking. And <coughs> but I have to say, it's nothing more than that. It's not going to retain in my mind. And many people who do that, I don't think they are going to go on with that. It may, they may have heard different viewpoints. Or you tell me, how many of you really listen to the analysis of the State of the Union or the Brexit conversation that's going on in Europe or all over the country or the Venezuelan crisis and have made a difference in your life today? Or we listen to it because that's what we hear and we want to know different people's viewpoint and that's the end of it. Or do you watch them and say, that's sad and you go on with your life? Yeah, that's many times I do think people, that's where they are going into. Now, here, here is Jesus, who did not have a social media account, but seemed to have reached billions of people, and uh, billions of people over centuries long, and still continues to make an impact in the lives of those who care about living a fuller life. Jesus, who did not have a social media, seemed to continue to influence the social media of today after 2,000 years. His words are still powerful and it is meaningful to those who hear him. For those who do not hear his words, it matters not. But those who are willing to pay attention, regardless of when they are living, where they are living, what's going on in their lives, it does make a difference. Now, in the story... Uh, in the in the in the letter uh, in the gospel according to Luke chapter five, we hear the story of Jesus asking Peter 
uh, that let me come into your boat and I would I, I would like you to go you know take the boat inside and then uh, throw the net and then let's see what catch you can have so he gets into the boat and then that that belongs to Simon and they then ask him to put a little away from the shore from the security of that he had then he sat down and taught the crowds from that boat and when all of that thing was over he asked Simon to now let's go have some catch let's catch some fish of course Peter who knew all of this uh, you know he had been tired he knew how to fish he was exhausted that day and that was not something he was willing to do and I want to say when Peter heard this he wanted to say probably he thought in his mind you know I knew better I know better than this I had been doing this fishing for quite some time I'm the master of fishing he wanted to, didn't want to listen to Jesus perhaps. It will be something like me telling a professional in a field, maybe a musician, telling the musician, uh, uh, someone who is an organist, professional organist. I have a friend, uh, my musician in my church, Je Dr. Jeremy. To, uh, it will be something like me do telling Dr. Jeremy, hey Dr. Jeremy, let me show you how to play the organ better than what you're doing. You know, he's a master. He knows things better than I do. Well, of course, he's going to listen to me because simply because he's a kind, good guy. But at the same time, it's not my job or my expertise. So probably that's what Peter was thinking. I want to say when Jesus was talking about, let me help you how to catch fish. I'm pretty sure in his mind the thought was very different from what we would think Peter must have thought. Peter looked at him and said, really, you know this? Do you know how long I have been uh, fishing and how long I have been doing these things? Find someone, someone else to pick on Jesus. Leave me alone. You know, I believe it is a great thing to analyze the possibility in any situation. I believe we all have the temptation to analyze whatever we hear. I believe it is the right thing to think about the things we are going to do before we put our foot into our mouths. But I also believe sometimes we just have to jump into the boat with Jesus and do what he tells us to do that we can witness a miracle. We have to be able to walk with Christ and get into the boat and walk into the get into the boat and let Jesus walk into the boat and shut him in and then so that we, that we may experience the miracle we can only see Christ in action if we are willing to pick up the net and throw it into the side we expect to catch little we can only see Christ in action if we are willing to follow listen to what the Lord is telling us. We have to jump in and be shut in with Jesus is what I would say. That if we want to experience the miracle, we have to jump into the boat and shut in with Jesus in the boat to know what it is to be in the company of God. We have to shake the world of its rationality sometimes for it to see how irrational God can be. And I believe God is irrational, breaks all the logic and laws of this nature of this world. That way we can actually see the miraculous actions of God. I like what Mahatma Gandhi says, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. Yes, you are allowed to shake the world of its blindness, its self-righteousness, its close-mindedness. We are allowed to shake the world and make it think slightly differently. When we do not have room for other people to travel with us, if our arrogance is such that Jesus has no room to get in, then yes, it is time to shake up the world we live in, in a gentle way, so that we can have a great catch.
And that's exactly what Jesus is telling Peter. Let me help you with a great catch. You know, we live in a world that values itself in terms of net worth and possessions. Net worth and possessions. Everybody understands what that means. The world is capable of actually jumping into the water without knowing where it is going to go or else we wouldn't be in the stock market or in the politics. Everybody has put so much trust in the stock market. We all believe what the politicians say about the future. What that means is within us, we have the capacity to actually believe things even though there is nothing that exists. We are able to predict, we are able to believe, we are able to understand, we are able to take a step forward simply because we believe in the possibility. So yes, we can and we have what it takes to jump into the uncertain and bet on it, except when it comes to faith and when it comes to our faith in love of God. Then we are caught in our tracks. We are caught in our tracks by fear. When it comes to letting the people into our hearts and into our boats, we are afraid. We are afraid who they are, what they look like, what they act like, what they talk like, who they are, where they are from. All of these things come into our minds. Poverty and wealth, all of these work against each other. And it is in this context, maybe I would like to say, what I've heard or what I read, uh, you know, Henry Nouwen, a great teacher, theologian, and a, and a spiritual uh, giant, he says, knowing the heart of Jesus and loving him are the same thing. The mystery of ministry is that we have been chosen to make our own limited and very conditional love. That's the best part I like about in that sentence is that for our own very limited and very conditional love, the gateway for the unlimited and unconditional love of God. The very limited conditional love, the gateway, it becomes the door, it becomes the gate for the unlimited and unconditional love of God. I think that we, I, I want to analyze that, even though I had been talking about not analyzing things. I, when I look at that, this is what I want to say. Our very limited love, our very limited faith, our very limited kindness and compassion and care are the gateway, the door, the gate that opens the doors to the unconditional kindness, compassion, faith, and love of God. What you have is plenty enough to open the door to everything that you don't have. Wow! Wow, that's the best part of it. What you do not have is plenty enough to open the door to everything else. See, you can open the door to everything you want in your life or the primary thing that you want in life with what you do not have. It is phenomenal. We possess something that we can unlock the treasures of the world with. We have the keys to everything that is possible if only we will simply take Jesus in the boat with us. One more quotation from a French poet and a writer. I would say, if you want to build a ship, don't herd people together to collect wood and don't assign them tasks and work, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. I think that is so true. 
help the people to understand the beautiful endless immensity of the sea get them excited and that's exactly what Jesus is doing here to Peter he got into the boat and showed Peter the beauty of the voyage ahead of them if he could simply put the net on the right side and believe to trust God in the boat to trust God that God is traveling with him and the voyage ahead of them the miracles that is waiting for them is incredible he can actually trust he can actually give every bit of things that he has his security his boat his net his thought if only he could see what who he has in the boat what he has in the boat is greater than everything that he possesses in another words that he had to let go of everything he has to give everything his body his heart his thought his his possessions his boat his livelihood his family everything into the hand of god and then god can multiply it maybe something like you know I, I, whereas our behavior maybe is something like this lord if you will give me a genie i'll give you everything you want except my money and my chessboard that's what i think if you give me a genie that can give everything in the world i'll give you everything you need except money and my chessboard because that's what matters to me it's my money and my chessboard my game and everything that i possess everything that has the potential uh, to buy and do the way live the way that i want because i know what money can do and chessboard i can have the fun those two things are not available to the lord who has given me the genie who can actually give me everything i want yep that sounds like me if you give me everything i'll give you half of what you gave me back to you o god if you give me everything i'll give you some of it back and give you the rest of it later on if you give me everything i want to have i want and i have to think about what in the world can i give you back if you will work a miracle for me and give me everything i will think about it if you did that, that as a miracle or was it some sort of a trick Yes lord i will jump into the boat with you and show you how foolish you are instead peter gets into the boat instead of saying everything that i could think of humanly possible he jumps into the boat and starts the greatest adventure of his life he jumps into the boat and starts the greatest adventure of his life the power of faith that's what that's where i want us to go into the power of faith lies in our willingness to get into the boat to give all the security all that we possess all that we think is important to us and then give that into the hands of god and trust and say i will jump into the boat with you and be shut in with you jump into the boat miracles happens miracles happen to those people who are willing to let the miraculous happen to them into their hearts and into their minds miracles are understood by the people who are willing to remove their analytical logical rational process so that actually experience god beyond the rationality when our hearts see it worth taking the voyage the immensity of the sea the beauty of the trip the excitement of faith our mind will find a way to go along with it faith faith is a matter of trust that's exactly what peter is showing it is a matter of trust when we trust if we look into the story of the creation that's what happened when god trusted humanity god entrusted 
everything that was that was his greatest creation everything that he did beautiful and thought it was good into the hands of god he trusted humanity and entrusted the creation into the hands of humanity and then on the seventh day he rested so when we trust we entrust everything into the hands of those whom we trust maybe when we trust we entrust everything into the hands of those whom we trust and love and in this case it was jesus peter hadn't just grown into loving jesus but peter in the wisdom of god maybe by the gift of god by maybe by the inspiration of the holy spirit trusted jesus and entrusted all his possessions his boat his livelihood his future his family the net the fear the anxiety and the excitement everything into the hands of god and got into the boat and shut in with jesus and experienced things that are absolutely beyond rationality and that's what the lord calls us into everyday life every day we are called to do just that allow the lord to get into the boat so that we can shut we can be shut in with the lord in the boat in the security with god so that the voyage ahead the journey ahead is incredibly beautiful and powerful i hope you will get into the boat with christ 